JCVD and the U.S. Ambassador to North Korea join forces to save a baby from exploding babies. This is Double Team on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more! Hang on! It stinks. Hang on! This is a double! Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies. For bad movie lovers, by bad movie lovers, I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, are Sam and Jackie. It's not any week that has a theme you just chose double team sam which apparently means that as we discussed afterwards i've started a new theme for myself okay a mini run of basketball players and movies okay uh has a basketball let's stop you right there has a basketball player ever been in a good movie i'm sure at some point okay I don't know what that movie is. I don't think it's happening. actually no. LeBron James was in that um, that comedy, that, yeah, uh, that, that... hot mess gal movie, yep. and he was excellent in it. That's true. Okay, yeah. all right, train wreck. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that'll be fun for nobody. Uh, so thanks for doing that. I uh, appreciate your uh, mm-hmm. commitment to torture. Sure, uh, it's very uh, Marquetis odd of you to to ma- force us to watch such fine acting performances by such men as Shaquille O'Neal. Uh huh. <laughs> And we'll see how Dr. J does in uh, The Fish That Save Philadelphia, provided that I can find a copy of it. I think it's on YouTube. Okay. Jackie, what's up? You don't like basketball. <laughs> um, It's not that I don't like it. It's just that, I don't know, it's boring. Basketball's boring? Yeah. Okay. All and every right. once in a while, it's like, it. you know, it's like any other sport. When you get to the main World Series of basketball... <laughs> Yeah, tell then, it. Then you fucking care, right? And you'll oh, watch. Yeah. But other than that, you're just like, eh, whatever. I want to uh, mention that this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Coca-Cola. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, they're sponsoring our movie this, this week. Uh, I also want you guys, this is your job for this episode. I want you to cram in whenever possible, even if it's the worst you have you could possibly imagine, any type of basketball references, like one-liners, or sure. like he should have dribbled there when he instead double dribbled. Or oh, this is gonna suck for me. <laughs> yeah, considering uh, you already blew it with the what? World Series of Basketball. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know shit about basketball. Okay, so I'll have to explain when I'm making a joke. I'll, I'll also permit you to get uh, uh, them wrong and use other sports, sure. like you've previously done. That that's fine. <laughs> okay. But but pretend it's related to basketball for the sake of consistency. It's another ring home run. That'll move the chains. There right, we go. Right, there you go. That's football, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, Sam, what have you uh, dug up on Double Team? Well, this is the end of Van Damme at the theater. This is the last one. No, right? it's not, but his teaming with Sui Hark, who we talked briefly about during the uh, face-off episode, because he mm-hmm. was the one that convinced John Woo to... Take it to the limit in a better tomorrow. The limit. 
and give us just magnificent BS. Mm-hmm. He has been part of the uh, late 90s Hong Kong invasion, and it's his first English-speaking film that he directed. And uh, it's his first collaboration with Van Damme. His second would be Knock Off, mm. and neither of them would do an American film in the theater again. Okay, all right. So uh, you would say that this relationship was not a slam dunk. It was. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was an air ball. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, you that's cheating. You can't use references that they use inside of the film. I should have specified that. Oh, well, that's the only one I knew. <laughs> air ball. Yeah, I recognize that as a basketball joke. Okay. So it, it's a sort of weird tale of three different and really four with Sui Hark, who goes back and uh, continues on with the Once Upon a Time in China series and the Chinese Ghost series mm-hmm. and uh, or Chinese Ghost Story series. Uh, he does these two films, doesn't do well in America, goes back to Hong Kong. JCVD, I guess we're tired of him now. We are? I'm not. This is the first movie he made that didn't make any money in the theater. Okay. And it it uh, tanked. It was like 11 against 30 million. Oh, you're talking about we're, t- we were tired of him at that point. Yeah, I guess okay. we just got tired of him. Yeah, right, right. Or this movie is that ridiculous. It's really it, bad. We couldn't mm-hmm. palette it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman is in the sort of middle of his peak here. This is how popular his silly business is. So this is 96, right? Seven, 97. When it comes out. Okay, so he's still with the Bulls, right? He's gone, I think, to the Spurs at this point. Okay, all right. Uh, or maybe to the Lakers. He's going to retire in 2000. Okay. Mostly to more professional wrestling. Uh, and also diplomatic relations with... Uh, countries of uh ill repute that's after they almost kill him in the stunt and he becomes sort of a d-lister he's still pretty important at this point i guess or (laughs) at least he's a spectacle right (laughs) right right and then the third part of the equation is mickey rourke Mm -hmm. (laughs) right uh academy award uh nomination nominee mickey Mickey rourke Rourke, who was looking fine in this film he's a ripped dude just recently turned down the role of Butch in Pulp Fiction, or in Pulp Fiction, and uh, Bruce Willis was the second choice there. He didn't want to do it. I guess it wasn't a big enough part. Whereas this, right, right, it's a lead. This is what you yeah, want. Yeah, this fucking kills his shit for years too. Years, and uh, yeah. So this thing is just a is a career bomb mm-hmm. for everybody except Dennis Rodman, who was so weird that he was un- invulnerable to it. So what 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 type of numbers are we looking at here? It made 11 back against 30. Eh, it's not good. Not good. It's real bad, actually. It probably kind of broke even because it's still in that video days. I don't know. I don't not know. Not good. Not good. It's not good. And it's not good that it did that and it didn't really do anything in Hong Kong either. Yeah. That was a personal foul. Yes. There you go. Bam. Kind of. At the buzzer. Woo. Inappropriate touching in your black. Naughty, naughty box. That is not a oh. basketball reference. That is a political uh, entity reference. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try again later. That's what you, that's what you do in uh, the coat closet with your interns. Mm. Well, it takes uh, Mickey Rook like seven years to rebound from this movie. That's pretty much the story of this film is, whoops, we all shouldn't have made it. The journey, the character journey of the actor... Formerly known as Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Still known as Mickey Rourke. JCVD, who's trying to make himself relevant again. 
Uh, I really liked the pilot to that JCVD show, and I've seen nothing since. It's supposed to be coming out like next month, I thought. What the fuck, man? You can't sit on a pilot for a year and a half and expect people to come back and be like, boy, I sure hope they make that JCVD show some point. Huh. Assholes. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one as well. Yeah, it was fun. Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh... Uh, his DTV movies still aren't real great. I haven't seen one in a while that I was. Pound like, of Flesh eh. was okay with uh, him and uh, Scott Atkins. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad for those movies. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I need something. Uh, I need something a little more. The hardcores are supposed to be good, hmm. and uh, he just did one with his kids. Right, we didn't like that one either. No, he just did another one with his kids. Oh, okay, all yeah. right, all right. He directed, wrote, and directed huh. his most recent film. I think that just came out this year. So you might say he was the head coach of that film. Yep. He pivoted around the man. <laughs> oh. Nope. That's what he's doing with his career. He's pivoting around the man to become the man himself. <laughs> he's putting a full court press on Hollywood. <laughs> you don't think he is. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to share with Not us? Not specifically. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to do, dive into this? As much as, as ready as we'll ever be. I guess I, can't, I shouldn't say dive. Tee this thing up. I don't know. Tip off? Yeah. yeah. Let's tip off this this podcast game. <laughs> Here is a verbal jump ball. <laughs> uh, now, we've all seen this one time before, I think. And I've you seen it, it on about DVD. five times. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. We're experienced with it, at least all three of us. Uh, we should mention uh, that it's currently streaming on Stars. Uh, if you want to check that out and you have a Star subscription. Absolutely. So here's the deal. JCVD is a guy named Jack Quinn, and he's like a, a government operative, uh, international government go-to guy. When you got uh, some things going down in places you don't like, you send him in, and he'll get the job taken care of. Sure. At various points, he flirts with the idea that he's part of the CIA, but at other points, it seems like he's not. Yeah, I don't really know what organization he's affiliated with. But if he doesn't complete his mission, he's going to resign. But I think that's it. It's like like one of those situations where they where they, they send you in, uh, and uh, if you get caught or captured, the government will disavow any knowledge of your existence. That's what they're saying. Is like if you fuck this up, uh, we're gonna cut you off, and uh, we're gonna be like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. What the fuck are you talking about? So he's fired. I think that's what they're saying. That way to death. To death. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, so. Some plutonium's been stolen by some baddies. Sure. And uh, they're going to sell it to the Iraqi government. I Somewhere. Guess. Somebody's thought... going to get it that doesn't need it. Right. Yeah. We're, we got to stop them. And uh, so it's not even in Iraq yet. I don't know for sure. And he, they're like, you got to go in, Jack, uh, and, and, and get it. And you got a small window of time or you're getting fired, as mentioned. Uh, but it's on like a future truck. It's a garbage truck, I think. With stuff bolted onto it to make it look like it's from the future. Yeah, I guess it's got uranium or plutonium in it already. Uh huh. Because they're talking about this plutonium. And I don't see shit. And they're still like, oh, we got to stop this deal. We got to do all these things. Uh-huh. All I see is JCVD stealing a garbage truck. Yeah, he boosts he boosts this truck, and where to infer that it's even related to this plutonium incident? At one point, there's like a government room where guys are high-fiving and like, yeah, he's got the, and they give it like the CP-16. Or the XRT. Some, the XRT. He's still on the XRT. And then no one goes, does that have the plutonium in it? 
maybe it's like a like a like a a, a prototype. Like it's a future truck, and yeah. the, the, now he's double dipping. He's loaded the plutonium onto it, and he's like, "Well, fuck, dude! If I'm gonna steal something, I should steal this future truck because I'll get a raise." He's like, "Eat shit, Clint Eastwood in Firefox." Is that what happens in Firefox? You know, he just steals the plane. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, well, he steals this this dump truck in uh, extreme fashion. Yes. This dump truck should not have made it out of the first jump that it did. Uh, you might say that he uh, catches some air, Jordans, while driving this truck. I would have called him for traveling. <laughs> uh, yeah, he man, this thing starts out hot. Because he busts through the wall of this fucking truck. And that, they, there's not even exposition. It's just like, no. looks like we're going to have to jump. You know, <laughs> in the first like three minutes, first minute that this movie doesn't make any sense because they're like, plutonium. And you're like, that looks like a dump truck. Uh-huh. That's not plutonium. And then it shows like a close up of him turning keys. He has keys to it. And it's like got keychain purse. <laughs> He's got a keychain purse. He turns the keys to it. It shows like a nuclear or a satellite link mm-hmm. that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Nothing. And then he jumps it out of the warehouse and then starts jumping it over other shit. And there's a whole army after him that also appears to have Interpol backup. Yeah. The the Polizia or... written on the hood of the cars, which if I if I, I know anything about uh, Iraqi culture and their language, I don't think that they speak Italian. And they're not in Europe. And they're not in Europe. They don't have Interpol guys there that are like, hey, it's a me, the policeman. They pull it over. Because I'm racist, I guess. Sure. Sorry. Sorry for belittlingly, belittlingly your people say <laughs> It's a Mario. <laughs> Give me back the plutonium. I think that's a truck, though. <laughs> and he busts through these guys in this truck. Like, he's tacoing through cars, tacoing through buildings, tacoing through trucks. He, he tacos it down a, a cliff. And, like, yeah. some other guys are like, well, we can do that. And they're, like, doing one of those, like, military troop transfer truck things. Sure. It doesn't go well. <laughs> no. Everybody Jason, bails. Why would too? Well, you also yeah, wonder going over. why is he chasing him down the side of the cliff? Right. This isn't meant for that. And then like the next thing you see, he's back on a road sure. with more people chasing him. So yeah. why just it appears he just drove you go down the cliff and it takes you to another road. Well, just drive down the cliff and you'll get there or no, he, down the road. He just circled around behind him and then drove past him, flipped him off because he's enjoying it. Right. He likes the chase. Suckers. Yeah. And then he is chasing the train. Yes. Uh, to beat the train so that they can't uh, get past him. So looks like we're going to have to jump it again. So is there a ramp that he jumps the yeah. truck over the train? Well, that they can't almost take? over. Right, right, right. It's half over, half through. Mostly through. Uh, you could say he bricked it. Yeah. Rim check. Uh, no, because oh. he made it through. Yeah, he makes it through. Mm. The end one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He was setting a screen. No, these are all just awful and really not even uh, good metaphors. No. He jumps just, a train. He jumps a truck through a train. We're now just uh, shooting word lettuce at the basketball hoop. <laughs> what? That's when you go, peanuts over here, and then they throw them at you. And you uh, don't catch them because you uh, 
are bad. Yeah, and hits it hits the, the kid face. right next to you, <laughs> yeah. right in the face, just like Sam predicted. And he's a bad kid, and so he calls you. He's like, what the fuck, asshole? <laughs> You're like, where did you teach your kid language? And then the person next to you backhands you, and life is awful. <laughs> and you still don't have peanuts. No peanuts. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's free and clear. He gets away. They can't chase him past. They can't also take the ramp. <laughs> That's not what happens. Okay. What happens is the scene just stops. And now he's shampooing his hair yes. outside of the bathtub in dry underwear. It's three years later in France. And he's churned into John Matrix. He's through with this shit. You can't, I'm not coming back, Yeah, uh, uh, Commander Riker or whatever that guy's name is. And uh, the, sure enough, the feds show up. He's got a lady also. She's pregnant. Got a kid on the way. Sure. Got a butterfly tattoo. Yeah. The, not the baby, the woman. The baby isn't born yet, so right. I can't have tattoos. It might. Maybe it's uh, one of those weird birthmark things, situations. Like, like if the baby gets like a note from its parent, it can have a tattoo before it's born. How would you... So you're saying write, write a little love letter down to your baby and then shove it up your vag and hope he gets it? That's weird. The USPUSS. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> so weird. If uh, she's got a Brazilian, it's Nair mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was good. No, can't use Nair on your nethers. I think that's all like you, fire. I thought that's what you're supposed to use it on. No, you're not supposed to use it on human flesh at all. Then turns what's out, it for? It's supposed to remove hair, but it turns out it's just just acid paste. You use the same. It's like it's like glass etch. So if you're not supposed to use it on human skin and it gets rid of hair, what application is it approved for, Sam? Uh, none. Okay, all right. But you're not supposed to put it on your gentles. You're supposed to put it on your legs. Mm. Jackie, any info there? Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, all right. Yeah. You can't nair your, I guess you can nair your ass. Ooh. I tried to nair my armpits one time oh. when I was in high school. That was a bad deal. It burned the shit out of him like almost instantly. And then I had peely skin in my armpits for like a couple of days. <laughs> so you just walked around with your arms straight out? I just told my parents I was sick so that I could just lay in bed with my arms above my head. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Like you were getting a rebound. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> just jumping for a rebound there. Rebound from armpits. <laughs> Lucky they're still there. All right, so sure enough, uh, the federal guy, whatever his deal is, shows up. He's like, we need you back, John Matrix. And he's like, no, man, I'm out. I'm retired. And he's like, no, you can't retire. Steveros is still out there. And Steveros is this guy that we haven't even been introduced to, so we don't even know fucking anything about him. But Steveros is played by Mickey Rourke, and he's just a general bad guy. I don't know what his game is. He's just a man for hire. Apparently, so, he's been working for the wrong guys. Okay, so he's just a merc. Yeah, but he's one of the best. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't retire. Well, he's still out there. Yeah. You know that in your heart. And JCVD's like, yeah, you're right. Even though I got a kid on the way. And if he's a Merc and I'm a Merc, we're just do getting paid. Like, we could totally switch roles at some pay point just by who our contacts are. Or go to lunch. Or go to lunch. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess I got to kill that guy. Like, Good speech, boss. All right. I guess I'm in. Yeah. And isn't Mercs, like, wouldn't they all know who they were? I would think so. You like know, if it's you're like a if small you're club. The, if you're up the upper echelon of of mercenaryism, I would assume so. Yeah, like sure. there's probably a stamp card that you have. A stamp card. And after so many stamps, you get a free handgun. How many 
uh, military operations you've ran or uh, how, you know how many successful hits you've done or whatever uh people appointed regimes that you've overthrown i don't know either way you get a free handgun okay after so many punches that's from... not a really good deal no that seems crap yeah <laughs> mm. uh yeah i uh, although i'm with you though i would think it would be like john wick's situ- situation where he knows all the the top hitmen yeah, that's what I would think. Like, he would know who this dude is. Well, he does they know who They would this... probably have worked a mission at one I point think, together. I would think that they have worked a mission together. They all know each other because they had that. Ha- they have that conversation in the movie later. Right. Yep. So what's this guy's argument like? I don't know. You're, you're, you have a colleague that is still working. You should re- unretire. Well, uh, I guess the conversation could have gone like this. Thank you for three years ago getting the plutonium back. And then Van Damme looks at him and goes, I stole a truck. <laughs> That's what was happening. <laughs> uh, so he leaves him to think on it. He goes back to whatever town, wherever in Europe. And uh, sure enough, Mickey Rourke goes into his car, the, this government agent's guy. And he's like, hey, hey you're sniffing around. Uh, nobody can come out of retirement while I'm still working because I'm awesome. By the way, I left you a little present. Kaboom! Yep. And he, he doesn't even turn back. That's how badass he is. That is true. That is true. He does not look at the explosion. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, it's not really a basketball reference we could make there, is it? I thought Mickey Rourke was deformed. Uh, that's definitely not a basketball reference. That's mean. Why? Why? Because you... he was in some kind of horrible accident. He boxed and he got his face punched off, basically. And then he got plastic surgery to fix some of it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work good. Oh, I thought he looked fine in this movie. Did you look at his face? Yeah. He had, they shot around his one, like, I think he got an ear release situation, like, when he was boxing, where it took part of his ear, and so he's got one real bad ear. I wouldn't say he's a handsome man in this movie. He's just ripped his shit. I thought he was okay. He's oh, average. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, he's no Gerard Butler. Okay. But I, I thought he looked fine. I think he looks fine too. He's just you just can't not... compare him to Mickey Rourke in nine and a half weeks. Yeah, mm. it's been a while since I've seen that. Okay, all right. Later in Antwerp, uh, Jack is there. He's on the scene, sniffing yep. around. Like I guess uh, I've left. Uh, we do get flashback to uh, him telling his wife goodbye. I'll be back in thirty six hours. You got you know, it's fine. It's no big deal. I'm just gonna go get some smokes. Sure, you never come back. He's That's not a basketball a... reference. It's it's a Stinger Madness reference for sure. Sure. You might say it's a double dribble because I double did it twice. Oh, there. God. Yeah. <sighs> it's going poorly with the basketball yeah. references. <laughs> He's the only one I have. <laughs> so he meets up with uh, Yas, who is Dennis Rodman's character's name. Yas, Y-A-Z. Which later becomes a birth control method for ladies. Ooh. Which I thought that yeah, like throwing yes was slang for you know whacking off. I thought I thought if something was really cool, you said yes. Why is right? That's Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's new. Okay. Yes has been around before even the yes birth control and the yes this guy was like yeah I'm gonna go throw some yes well you didn't say that to people. They're like, what's so-and-so doing? Oh, he's out there throwing yaz. Hmm. I am unfamiliar with that. Sure. Must be a Southern California thing. It means summer. So- 
Oh, wait. Here's the Urban Dictionary. Hold on. It means summer. Hmm. Uh, yes can either be used as a verb, meaning to pee, or sound it, or the sound it makes when you pee. That is not what my pee sounds like. Hmm. So maybe throwing yes is peeing. My sa- if I had to write my sound or my pee sound in letters, it would be O H M Y G O D. It burns. The possession arrow is pointing to the other team. Turn <laughs> <laughs> over. <laughs> I turned over my joke because it's <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, either way, we meet, we meet Yaz. Right. We meet Yaz, who is a gun supplier? Yeah, he's an arms it. dealer. That's it? That's all he is? Yeah. Okay. Which then gets confusing, because why is he there? Uh, the, he doesn't work for the CIA, I guess, so. Right. But then he goes to the other people that are, like, setting up the op, uh-huh. and he gives them some of the guns that he got from Yaz, and you're like... Who's running this shit show? Right. He's like, hey, who's the sharpshooter? And the lady's like, it's me. He's like, do you know how to use one of these? Like, did you not like do some emails first? Right. I brought my own gun normally. Normally. Or you, everyone is supplied by the same person or uh, plus the guy that was running this op did get exploded. So why are we still doing uh, it? It's also a good point. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Who's in charge? He got blown up. All right, let's keep going. And their their operation is to take down a mercenary. Yeah. Who, to my understanding, has he committed a crime up to this point? Not that I know of. Okay. Uh, all right, so um, there's lots of banner between these two. It's all basketball related, too. Like, that, that's the one predominant thing about this movie is, like, anytime you have Dennis Rodman on screen, there's basketball references. Sure. And there's just an... Un- a very thick sexual tension between the two. Oh, of them. definitely. Oh, yeah. for sure, man. Are you ready for this game? Man, I was born in the game. I've been doing the game for I just 20 years. Imagine them bouncing quarters off each other's asses during in between takes. Yeah. Just being like, who has the biggest muscles and everything else? But all their any windows would be basketball related. Yeah. Like, don't or get, don't get too close related. to me because I'll, I'll jump over your head and put it in the basket oh yeah well i'll rebound you and shove you into the locker right. huh. you guys want to make out with each other don't you or play basketball or play basketball <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the guns i guess and that scene's over that's neat hey good to see you dennis robin uh, we'll see you in like 45 minutes and he meets up with the strike team at a uh, a warehouse, and they have this big elaborate plan for for where they're going to shake down uh, Stavros, who's yeah. going to be at a carnival, something like that. They're like, "All right, so the guy planning this got blown up, uh-huh. so we should take this guy down around as many fucking children as we can." Right. Let's uh, let's go where there's a bunch of people, and the only reason an adult man would have business coming to this thing is to see a child. Which is what happens. Yes. Okay. Why not just call him? Be like, hey, man, we got a job for you to do. Uh, Show up in this dark alleyway, and if there's a bunch of guys with guns there, don't worry about it. They're part of your strike team, and then blow them away. Or email them like, hey, brah, I want to man you up. (laughs) 
Or why not just abort the whole mission? Because the one guy got blown up. Right. That's also the guy that's financing in charge. in charge of this whole operation. That would be a good one to abort. Yep. I don't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And so sure as shit, they're at the fair. Uh, everything's in place. The target arrives. And Jack gets this feeling like, hey, this is too easy. What's going on here? And Davros is there to see his son. Yeah, I guess. Who is being delivered by his mom, his baby mama or the nanny or I don't know. She's, I think, his wife or girlfriend or whatever. Right. We have to infer what it is no matter what. Yeah. The mother of his child. Sure. And the people that we think is Stavros isn't Stavros. Right. It's not him. It's not him. You know how he knows? Because he looked at his face? No. The guy grabs a hot dog. That's the only thing the guy does. That is that would be a tip off. Yeah, because he says Stavros hits hot dogs. <laughs> what he said, Stavros is left-handed. That's not him. Oh, so uh. he's eating the right hand. He's right-handing, right-handed down a hot dog. Because I have never ate with my ambidextrous. If there's one thing I'm ambidextrous at, ambidextrous, it is eating. Yeah, sure. I've grabbed a hot dog with my left hand. Yeah. Uh, In fact, I do it all the time I so I can use my right hand for the condiments. Right, exactly. That's not a tip-off. No. Whatever. And the other on the other side of things, Stavros is like, oh, who's your little baby? <laughs> and he looks over, and there's a fucking tiger, and the tiger's like, hey, check it out up there. <laughs> there's guys up there. Yeah. He gets a hint from a fucking tiger that this is a fucking setup. Sure. Okay. I think the tiger's a plant. <laughs> Because later, he's on the same team as the tiger. This tiger's like his bro. Right. It doesn't make any sense. uh, His mercenary broker, as it were. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, well, you go and broker this deal, tiger, with uh, the federal government of the United States, and uh, I'll just do the job. I got a man on the inside at the tiger. You're my hype man, as it were. Here's my business card. Tiger, Stavros Industries. Is that your job position or your name? I'm Tiger. Roar. Well, the tiger's the only one smart enough not to get shot. Yeah, I guess he really showed his stripes. <laughs> oh my <sighs> god, no. He was quite the mascot. Basketball joke. Of Frosted Flakes? Of Stavros Industries. Hmm. And their basketball team? Yeah, and then he's gonna get <laughs> in a fight later with uh, Team Q. Team Quinn's mascot, which is Dennis Rodman. Yeah. His mascot's Dennis Rodman? He might as well be, dude. Okay. He's fucking ridiculous. This metaphor has gone too far, and I can't even figure out who's who anymore in this equation. Donuts. Right. So the tiger's like, hey, man, check that shit out. There's dudes up there with guns, and then everything goes haywire. It all goes wrong. Yeah. The whole time, we're to assume that because they want him alive. Uh huh. They're using darts. Yeah. So they have all the time in the world to shoot this guy with the darts, but they're not taking the shot. Right. Because there's a kid not in the way. The, yep. And it starts. It starts. So, yeah, like, we're not going to have one of those Punisher situations where the kid's there and he's playing and his dad gets blown away in front of him. And you're like, no, my daddy's head came off right in front of me. It's, hey, dad, you got a, you got a trank dart in your yeah. neck. What's what's up with that? And then guys come in and they're like, 
get out of down the ground, little kid. And then the kid goes home after that. And but they do arrest his dad and sure. put him in mercenary jail. Or they just like wanted him so that they could make him do something different. Yeah, I don't understand why he was supposed to be taken alive. I don't understand any of it. Uh, but things turn to shit either way. There's gun guys everywhere. I can't tell who's with who. I... Because there's like gun guys everywhere shooting everywhere. And both uh, Stavros and Jack are shooting the gun guys. Who are just dressed up as normal Joes. They're like wearing denim. It's like there's a third faction where this is like fair security. <laughs> and once it gets unfair, the guns come out. Uh, yeah, guns and also grenades. Grenades? There's fucking grenades. Stavros has brought grenades with him to a meeting. That 30-minute meeting you get when you are when you're have rough tensions with uh, the mother of your child and yeah. she has full custody. And you're like, oh, well, you can spend 30 minutes with them once a week at the carnival. You bring grenades. Well, he's just, I think he's made of explosives. Oh, that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the government's after him. Stavros has fucking got grenades everywhere. His team has an explosive defense. Huh. Boom shakalaka? Dipsy doo. <laughs> grenade Nope. <laughs> Is that uh, Marv Albert? <laughs> no, it was supposed to be Dick Vitale. Awesome, baby! <laughs> okay, all right. I'll do it, I'll do it in the I'll Dick Vitale voice next time. So the kid and the mom get shot. End of story for them. That's not uh, good. Well, the mom gets shot, and then Mickey Rourke picks up the son mm-hmm. and is trying to make a run for it, and the kid gets shot. Like a kid. So the mom He's using by a the tiger. kid as a human shield after his yeah. mom gets shot by a tiger. The tiger shoots his mom. Right. But that was probably like a pre-set up deal between him and Rourke because they're we know they're friends. Right, right. Uh, we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna have full custody now. Yeah. Thanks to you, tiger friend. Tiger friend. <laughs> I've got a. I think my lawyer has something to say about that tiger. <laughs> that he shoots her, and like, oh, that's how it would have gone if it was going well. If Van Dam hadn't crashed the party. Right, right, right. That tiger just was there with his uh, 38 ready yeah. for action. But unfortunately, the kid gets shot as well. The kid dies somehow. Right. We don't really see how that happens. I. It looked to me like Rourke got shot in the back. And it went through him? I guess. I don't know. The kid's just there, dead now. So, whatever. I don't know. He wasn't a very cute kid anyway. And Mickey Rourke, Stavros, runs into a hospital. Uh, takes out, like, a security guard and, like, some windows for some odd reason. We he don't just ever know. breaking glass because we haven't broken enough glass yet, even though there's been plenty of broken he's glass. He's by himself, and he's just, like... Taking out like those like uh, uh, bank teller booth glasses. Yeah, he just starts kicking them in. Cause X. He's angry. Yeah. Well, it, now's not a good time. You're on the clock here. You got yeah. JCVD chasing you down. Who does arrive into the hospital? And he's like stalking him slowly. Like, I know you're in here, buddy. I'm going to find you. You better not be any by any babies or anything. Because I know your propensity to use babies as explosive weapons. Sure. Uh, no, he's at the babies. He is at the fucking nursery. I could not believe this personally, that they were going to have a gunfight around infants. What do you call this place? 
Well, it's the it's the nursery of the hospital. Okay, nursery. That's right next to the ICU prenatal unit. And I see. Okay, I because I was going to call it NICU. Yeah, yeah. I was going to call it uh, baby storage. Baby storage. Yeah, like where do we keep, where do you keep your babies? Well, in baby storage. In baby storage. <laughs> well, he's you know made what it they to... should do at the hospitals. Mm. It's just you know how they have it's a girl or it's a boy, right? And then for the ones that are going to be abandoned, they just say this baby available, you know, like a little uh, real estate sign. So that way, if you're passing through and you've got a baby and you're like, you know what? I kind of wanted to have twins. I'll take that one since he's available. So it's just like a baby buffet. Yeah. You just get a plate and grab one. Yeah. If it's not already spoken for. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, or we know the mom is a teenage pregnancy. You know, you just put an available sticker on that one and. Somebody will take it home, too. My first question of the episode is, Jackie, do you have any respect for human life? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, all right. Sometimes. Just checking. Uh, Yeah, so anyways, there's a fight in the baby storage. Sure. Uh, Lots of broken glass. More, again. More shooting. More shooting. And then all of a sudden, in rolls a little crib. Little tyke. It's a little crib on wheels, and it rolls up. I'll do the Dick Vitale, Dick Vitale voice for this one. Okay. It's a grenade, baby! <laughs> Not it's a grenade, baby. It's a baby and a grenade. Together. At last! Because now that Mickey Rourke has lost his child, he doesn't care about any other children three minutes later and has put a live grenade next to a baby and used it as a rolling bomb. <laughs> right! Uh, then Van Damme... Throws the grenade into the elevator uh-huh. and rolls that baby out, and the entire rest of the nursery explodes, killing all the other babies. From what it seems, it like. is a massive explosion. It doesn't seem like the other ones made it. I don't think most of the floor makes it oh. because he is like thirty yards away from this explosion, sure. and it sends so much shrapnel in his back that he is uh, essentially. Uh, not paralyzed, but uh, not good. He's, he's banged up. He's banged up bad. But it shows the, this one baby like, oh, that baby made it. Yeah, he has to go on the mercenary injured reserve. Awesome, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going to burn one of my questions now. Uh-huh. What do you think happened to that baby later in life? Oh, that baby? Yeah. Um, that baby became the president. That baby became. Of the hair club for men. Oh, oh. no. Dick Vettel was in that, too. Because <laughs> it probably you know, burned off all of its eyebrows and everything right so it just never grew back any eyebrows and well i think that baby was powder oh, yeah no. <laughs> and then he several became... years before this movie right then he became like a. never mind so he's pretty fired uh operation went poorly i don't know who he'd get fired from because his boss was exploded exploded already um yeah but this is what doesn't make sense to me about this whole thing, right? Uh-huh. They tell him when he gets to this place, you're too dangerous to be out there. Yeah, he wakes up in this facility. Yeah. That is ran by Belloc. We should we should mention first sure. Belloc's second, second episode on Sticker Madness. Uh that is made up of former spies and agents and mercenaries, the best of the best. That fucked up. That fucked up. And now they have to live on this island. Sure. And work for a system that's like uh, uncle. Like sort of. Like they're like yeah. the 
Charlie. And they're he like sends in the angels. The think tank for other government entities. Except it's unclear because it goes to when they go to work or whatever. And then it just seems like they figure it out, pat themselves on the back, and then go on about their day. They don't like seem to be working for anybody. Right. They don't they, like there Pellock gives a speech about how we're keeping the world safe from the bad guys. But then the very next scenario, like the, his very first day on the job, they sit you in a chair. Sure. And you've got a trackball and uh, some vague buttons that may or may not do anything. We don't know. You get, But you get a headset. Oh, that's kind of cool. You and have your own TV. You have your own TV and a 3D future hologram in yeah. the middle of the room. And what has happened today is that uh, a, a passenger jet has exploded from what appears to be a missile yeah. fired from North Korea. Everybody is dead on board. And the the Secretary of State comes on and gives a speech. He's like, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, North Korea's at it again. <coughs> and through wondrous deduction, they deduce that a U.S. fighter jet was shadowing yeah. this airplane inside of its radar bubble, essentially. The North Koreans saw it. They're like, hey, they're doing espionage over our land. Let's shoot it down. They miss. They hit the passenger jet, and the U.S. covers it up. They figure all that out, and then they're just like, lunch time. Bye. They don't call anybody. Who are they reporting to? They're like, hey, man, the U.S. is bad, I guess. Maybe we work for them? I don't know. I don't know. Let's call the Washington Post. Uh, no, because then we would have to be... I know. So this goes to my question, right? He's in this facility, uh-huh. but he was had been retired for the last three years. Correct. Previous to this assignment. Right. Yeah. Which but his now boss he, got exploded on. We should sure. never fail to remember that. So now he has to go to Club Med for yeah. assassins? I guess. Because it's that deny, plausible deniability thing. I don't agents, know. But that's government entities that do that to agents. Plus. These guys are not government entities. They just are like villains that live on a secret headquarters, but they're not villains. Yeah, because they're they, not one of them is, you know, it's not like they're all U.S. citizens. Right. That one guy's British. That other guy's like a Russian or something. Right. They're not reporting to anybody. Nobody. Ah. Uh... Okay, uh, so he's also been told that uh, his his family believes that he's dead. Sure. Like, you've been totally written off. You don't exist anymore. You just get to sit in a chair and solve crime. But and not to prove really it, do anything with the facts about it. Yeah, and to prove it, this is your wife's Facebook page. <laughs> See, she's posted that she is widowed. and Newly uh, single. Newly single. Uh, here's some pictures of your funeral. I like, uh, she's got a profile on Match.com. I like long beaches or walks by the beach and uh, men that can do the splits. Yep. Uh, so. That can hang their balls over my face. Hmm. Well. Hmm. As I walk from to and from the kitchen. Hmm. Huh. He, JCVD could do that. And then you just reach up there and be like, dingle, 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 like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you just play with your balls while you're up so, there. It's like a Christmas Balls of holly. Like mistletoe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to kiss me under the balls? <laughs> Nobody's ever said that. Not once ever. Yeah. Not once. Mm-mm. I bet they have. <laughs> I've seen some pornos that get that go almost there. All right. So uh, 
back at home though, she his wife gets a, a phone call from uh, uh, what sounds to me like Publishers Clearinghouse. Like you've won the Greatest Artist of All Time award. We would like you to come to Rome and put your art in our Roman museum. Yep. Yeah, your shitbird thing that's just made out of trash. Hmm. I've that was the only one piece of art we saw that she had done. Right. It's a swan. JCVD thinks it's a cow. Yeah, she's not a good artist. Um, Something should well, raise a red flag here for you if you know that you're not very good, and then all of a sudden this really fancy place in Italy wants to do your artwork. So what you're saying is if you're married to a guy who doesn't appreciate your art, can't see it, and uh, makes you then think that your own art is shit, and somebody really good calls you and says, we actually think you're fucking amazing. Would you like to come out here and do this? You're like, no, I can't because my husband once said it looks like a cow. Way to be inspiring to women, Jackie. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. <laughs> but it does sound very eerily similar to my own home life. Oh, yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, had a, I had a dream of being an artist. Cake penises are not art. <laughs> They were cupcakes, Sam. <laughs> that you just then proceed to sit in. <laughs> yeah. I had a dream. Because that's all I'm saying. Okay. I dream about sitting in cake every night. Uh, months pass, and she comes to this museum, and it's a, it's a big it's a big thing. Mickey Rourke's there, and uh, so we know that uh, it's not on the up and up. This uh, artist publisher's clearinghouse phone call seems suspicious. Yeah. Well, it's weird because she's in a bed sleeping, and then you see the maid like open up the drapes of the mm -hmm. room, and he's sitting in a chair like the bachelor with a rose. <laughs> like, I'm going to choose you, okay? I also like long walks on the beach, and uh, I can do the splits. Cool. So Jack is uh, getting healthy now. He's uh, in, in, in self-imposed rehab. Yeah. On the deserted island headquarters. He's just sort of monkeying around his own apartment. Yeah. Getting getting healthy in a hallway. Yeah. And then humping the bathtub. And humping a bathtub. Well, you would think that the bathtub humping thing isn't going to pay off, but it does. Right. But yeah, he does this thing where he's like hump lifting the bathtub. He also it has to stay underwater. He's like testing his uh, lung capacity by staying sure. underwater for a certain amount of time. And he's doing these very like, well, this exercise would only come in like use, like this thing you're practicing for is very specific. Very specific huh. indeed. Okay. All right. And it's like the never ending montage that they actually have to break up with some weird scene about him getting punched in the face or something. So that you can have another five-minute montage of him training. Mm -hmm. it, it was really weird. I was like, I don't really care that much. And I thought for sure he was going to have a ball slip the very first time that he starts doing the splits in the doorway because those shorts were pretty short. Yeah, he's JCVD. He likes the short shorts. And the angle, I mean, he obviously had some black underwears or something on because you could see him. And I was like, huh. That would have made the movie more interesting. <laughs> A little ball slip. Weird. Okay, so uh, in the video room, he sees a, a message to him during a terrorist attack. So I guess now 
uh, Stavros is now uh, exploding cars in uh, uh, in front of malls, I guess, or something. Some I don't know. bullshit. And he wrote a message. He's like, "Hi, Jack. I'm still alive, and I got your woman. Uh, come find me, because I'm we're like bad, and we hate each other now. Because yeah. well, I guess you did shoot my kid. Well, sort of. A tiger may have. I don't know. Uh, but let's meet up. And <clears throat> guys, like, hey. Is that Stavros? And and JCVD's like, no, it's a copycat. Leave him for me, you son of a bitch. Hands off my arch nemesis. So he trains even harder. Yes. And uh, then he rigs because they have they have what I call thumbprint chaperones. Yeah. You have to you have to check in with your thumbprint uh, once every certain amount of time, or they're gonna fucking gas you. But if if you're not there, then they just gas the room, and you're fine. Right. Do I even be in there? Time to check in. Well, I'll leave. I don't know. Then they can't gas me. If you're like two minutes late, though, you're fucked. Maybe. Yeah, like if you were like, oh, dude, I'm right in the middle of doing my laps in the pool. Fuck that shit. Throwing some yaz, maybe. Yeah. Or your hands are covered in Vaseline because what else you got to do there? Besides have well-oiled hands. Uh, so he, he rigs his thumbprint chaperone by cutting his own thumbprint off. And uh, then he runs out the door and dives off a cliff through lasers that he's rigged to shut off at a certain point of time. Well, the lasers shut off on their own so okay, that the delivery right. can happen. Oh, that's right, right, right. So he nails it. Perfect timing. Swims under the ocean. Uh, gets wrestled by a scuba diver that I guess he uh, uh, didn't factor for or he didn't factor for. No, it's the guy that punches him in the face when he first gets there. He's like, oh, I hate you so much. I was going to escape just to kill you. Okay. So what's he doing down there? Freelancing. Hmm. He, I guess, knew that JCVD was going to try to escape, so he hung out, scuba dive. How he gets here is unclear. Right, right, okay. Because there's lasers. Maybe he's also escaping? I don't know, but there's lasers and the whole thing, and JCVD latches onto the shipment, and the guy down at the bottom gets lasered, and which causes him to explode, question mark. Uh, and, uh, then JCVD gets lifted up into the air on the back of a Airbus. Yeah. Where he immediately runs out of oxygen and dies. Correct. Well, there's no matter how you try to justify the plane thing, the way that it's shot, it drops a shipment off. Then boats come, Mm -hmm. they bring the shipment around and then it comes back around and picks the same shipment up. They bring it around to a loading dock. That puts it above the water so that it doesn't get lasered so that the airplane can pick it up and take off with it. Yes. Why does it do this? Um, It doesn't go to the island. None of the supplies go to they the go island. They go right back to the plane. They just go back to the plane. Um, I don't and if this is like we missed some on the cutting room floor where that's like this is the laundry system. Right. It's not a good one. Right. Well, it, the laundry doesn't get delivered. Because um, there's not really anything you're going to be needing to pick up from there. Other than the information that you're not picking up. But then that would require them like pushing the information off the cliff through the laser grid. And then an airplane comes and picks it up and takes off. And is like, hey, here's our <laughs> monthly delivery of information. Turns out it wasn't the North Koreans that screwed this whole thing up. It's a good Whoops. thing we didn't use email because it's a month later. Right. Uh, instead, we just blew up an entire nation. Yeah. And it turns out that was a bad decision. What, what's the intel looking like from the colony? <laughs> and the, Dated. The report says... 
Uh, we had like an airplane thing going, but they used some courier pigeons, and let's just say it was a mess. <laughs> Another disturbing thing about this <laughs> island that I just now thought of, it's all men. Yeah, it's yeah. all men because a there's either a separate woman colony with super spies, or this movie just says you have to be a man to be a super spy. When he wakes up, he goes out to the pool party of the all men spy camp. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No. This place sucks. Although, if you are a maid there. There's no maids. If you want to be a macho, macho man. It's pretty gay. Yeah. I think I think it's gay. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, anyways. So he's escaped. He gets on the plane. He pushes some guys out. Hey, you have a parachute? Here you go. Bye. Uh, then he takes the plane over. Lands at some place. He goes to meet Yaz, who's, I guess, just still there buying some guns or well, selling some he guns. Sells, he's got a store. Right. And this is when that bathtub lift pays off because he lifts his motorcycle off the ground. Good thing I was training for that. Yeah. Okay. His Ducati. And after some more banter regarding basketball and some longing, long, longing looks into each other's eyes, uh, he's like, hey, I need some guns and I need you to fly me to a place. Uh, okay, well, let's go. And on the plane there, he's like, uh, you know how to, uh, fly through the air? Yeah, man, I can dunk it pretty good. All right, well, push off. And he pushes him off the plane. It's like, you don't need a parachute. Are you sure it works? Yeah. Okay. And then he pushes him off and then jumps off. And they land on each other. They, they air 69 for a little bit. And then Van Damme's crotch gets their head gets stuck in Dennis Rodman's crotch. Then they tug on each other for a little bit. Mm. There's some arguing Mm -hmm. and they turn into a basketball. They turn into a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) And that basketball apparently doesn't hit the ground at a force that turns them into fucking human jelly. Right. It works good. It, I, it, does it bounce or does it float down? I guess it floats down. But it's a basketball it's that a, people are inside of. <laughs> yeah. It's terminal velocity is still pretty quick. Uh, I've seen basketballs drop from buildings and stuff. They go pretty fast. If there was a person inside, they wouldn't be happy. No. They'd be dead. Dead. Uh, but you got to cram it in a basketball. Yep. The, hey, there's men in inside of a ball. In case you didn't know this guy plays basketball. <laughs> Now he's in one that's falling from the sky. So Jack is like, thanks for the lift, man. Thanks for the gun spy. Uh, I'm going to go break into this house. That's mine. Or something. I don't fucking know. And inside, there's a bomb baby. Number two. What the shit? There's baby bombs all over this place. It's a bomb baby. (laughs) And more gun guys. More gun guys. It's a it, trap. Yeah, his house is a trap. It blows up. Yes. Because baby bomb. But the nanny has a grenade. But the nanny has a grenade. So he kills all of the gun guys. Right. And then the fake nanny that was setting the bomb comes out and he's like, I don't want to shoot you, fake nanny. Because he suddenly 
has a compassion for fake nannies. Or so then she starts shooting at him, and he closes his eyes slowly because he's like, "You forced my hand, fake nanny." I swear I'd never shoot a fake nanny again. <laughs> and then he shoots the fake nanny, but in her dying moments, she throws a grenade, a hand grenade, into the pool, which blows up the entire property. It doesn't just blow up like water shoots out of the pool; it explodes the pool, and he just goes a like fireball four feet away. And like squats, like oh and no, he's like oh my house. And Mickey Rourke has parked a car, yeah, nearby. Down the way. Uh, and it, uh, there's a message inside. It says, "Hey, uh, come check this place out. If I were you, don't take this car because it's not a very good car." <laughs> okay, and JCVD's like, uh, "Hey, yes, dude, we can't take this car because it's rigged." Even though he just told us, "Don't take this car because it's not a very good car." So if it was rigged, why would he say, "Don't take this car because it's not a very good car"? You won't get there; it's going to break down. Also, it doesn't have insurance. Uh, the, yeah. the taillights busted out, but it's also definitely not rigged to explode. Whatever happens here. Sure. Um, also, just fucking shoot him, Mickey Rourke. No, just, you can't do that. Why not? It's too easy. Yeah, yeah. All right. So instead, Yaz boosts a tiny car. Well, Yaz steals the comedy. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, his head doesn't fit in it. Uh, Good thing it's a convertible. Big man in a small car. Hilarious. Hilarious. <sighs> Looks like the jokes have been traded to the Lakers. <laughs> Not awesome, baby! <laughs> All right, so Jack tells Yaz to... Uh, that Rick, Rick uh, uh, Stavros has his kid, and he's like, oh, okay, well, uh, before I was just supplying you guns and trying to get back home, uh, now I'm totally in, dude. Let's team up and kill you. Nobody fucks with children in my watch. Yeah, I guess. Which is a good, convenient point where Van Damme doesn't tell him that he kills Mickey Rourke's kid, because he probably would switch sides at that point. Shh, don't say anything about that. Don't say anything about that. Uh, I didn't do that. A tiger did that. Maybe. Maybe with some guys in overalls who had guns. We're not really yeah, sure. I don't know. Uh, so they uh, they post up in this park. And you guys might have to help me out here, too, because uh, I'm very unclear on their plan. Now they're. He doesn't have one. That's they, what he it, says. It's post up in this park. Yeah. See what happens. Which is a basketball reference. Post up. Post up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the wife is going into labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stavros is like, okay, well, we'll take her to the hospital. And so she drives by the park in a car and uh, Jack's like, hey, that's my, my wife. wife. But he's dressed like punk Euro trash. Right. He's dressed like that guy from uh, Hello, Buddy. Polly uh, Shore. Polly Shore mm. from um, Encino Man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. He, he has Vin Diesel's he, jacket from Triple X. Yeah, it's more Euro trash than anything. Uh, but anyways, uh, so he's like, "Hey, it's my wife," and he runs after her. And Mickey Rourke's like, "Nope, not your wife this time, Buster. It's me, Stavros. Let's fight." But instead, a mounted machine gun guy starts blowing up a wedding. So yeah, they identify all of the players sort of poorly as to who, because every agency's there in force agency, I guess. And then there's a sniper Uh and a guy on a horse and the sniper 
is important. Okay. The movie will never tell you why. Right. But but they're like, we got to get the sniper. What what about this horse guy? Whose okay, team wait. is he on? What about the guy named Stavaros who's there? Who's just standing right there. Who's right. Th- the guy named Stavaros. We lost him in the confusion because of the horse guy shooting up a fucking wedding. But they don't try to go after him. They have to get You're the very sniper. hard up on the sniper thing. What is the deal with the mounted machine gun guy? Is he just a loose machine gun guy shooting I up a wedding, or is he related to anything? I think he's one of Stavaros's Because guys. he's the catalyst to everything going bananas here. He's the first domino. And, and pretty much the last, too, yeah. after a really boring chase of the sniper guy. Yeah, so he just starts shooting up everything. I think what happened, Sam, is just edited very poorly, is they're standing there talking to, to Davros, or Stavros, and he's like, hey, don't try anything. Look up there. I've got a gun guy. Sure. Up there. My sniper. He's my buddy. He's We're tight. We're super tight. Like, super tight. Uh, but don't, don't fuck with me, because he'll shoot you. Sure. Uh, oh, my God. There's a mounted machine gun guy shooting up a wedding. And JCVD's like, dude, you've tried that on me so many times. I'm not going to turn around. But then he hears the gunshots. And he's like, holy shit. It's actually real this time. And then, and all-, then uh, uh, all hell breaks loose. And Stavros gets away. Sure. And a bunch of people at a wedding get shot, and yeah. a, a, a bride doesn't make it to her uh, altar. She gets taken by horses. Right. Away. In a carriage. And. Which JCVD jumps on and then steers the horses by their hair to chase the sniper. Right. Because Stavros has used the opportunity to get away. To escape. And the only lead they have to his location is his very tight. Like the I mean, good friend really, sniper, friend, really, pal. I mean, dude, wow, yeah, wow, they're tight. Okay, friends. That's well, it. Either way, who? But it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere, and he chases down the sniper, who then steals some shit from Desperado, and has a guitar case that shoots, and also has a guy in his hotel room who is a kung fu guy with that doesn't a, like him with a foot knife, because the first thing that you see the guy, the karate guy with the foot knife, do. Mm-hmm. Is the sniper runs into the hotel room and that guy kicks him in the face and he gets kicked out of his own hotel room. Ah, uh, okay. So they're not pals. And why does Kung Fu guy, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Takes off his shoes. He, he kicks them off yeah. flying. Yeah, tries to hit Van Damme with him. And then he gets a switchblade with his feet. Yes. Like, wouldn't you have the switchblade built into your shoe that's how i've normally seen it yeah uh it was like they were just too cheap to spin it on the prop also why not just have like like you know how the like ninja movies have those like claws that they like climb up trees and stuff with? sure just have that but for your feet and then you kick off your shoes and you've got feet claws i think you just sharpen your toenails to you could do that points too. a switchblade between your big toe and your next toe is arguably the least effective, even if you're a kung fu guy. I just can't imagine it's effective. No, it can't be. Put it in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Van Dam. He's got a knife in his foot. Uh, That's w- going to be a personal foul. You already used that one. Oh. Damn. You could have gone with technical, but it's too late now. So I'm going to call a T on you. 
What's a tea? I get a free one. A, t- a, free a time shot. out? Yeah. No, a technical. I'm going to take it from the half court line. <laughs> <laughs> if you could take your free shots from wherever. <laughs> You should, like that. They, they probably can. Just, nobody ever asked the ref, like, can I shoot it from here? Fucking go ahead. That's like way the fuck over. No one on your team wants you to shoot it from there. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. Rainbow. <laughs> Airball. Airball. Uh, so, uh, uh, so outside Yaz is getting a, in a fight with some other guy in the yeah. back of a cab. Sure. And he he fucking grabs this guy and chucks him through the window of a bus. Yeah. It's a five pointer. <laughs> it's a five pointer. Ooh. Nope. All right. So uh, upstairs, JCVD's killed uh, both the sniper and the foot guy. And uh, the cops come and he escapes and we, like nothing gets resolved at all. No, they didn't. I guess he didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> or he didn't get asked anything either. There was never, where's Mickey Rourke? It yeah. was just, hey, I have punched you into that foot knife guy's yeah. knife foot. Foot knife. Thankfully for the both of us, your friend enemy is waiting in your hotel room. Right. So With his foot knife. Right. All right. So the wife is ready to pop. She's about to have this kid. Sure. And uh, uh, Mickey Rourke has got her to... Uh, his own personal island hospital? It's like a room that's made for getting her baby out. It's not just a room, Sam. It's an entire fucking island building. Sort of, but they're in the Coliseum later. Or something. Yeah, they're on an island or peninsula part of the uh-huh. country. Right. Right, where there's only one way into right. it, and it's the bridge. Uh-huh. And it's probably like the local primary health or something like that, where it's just... It's an abandoned building. No. Yes, it is. They have a huge fight here where they go through the halls. They've, there's gunfight. There's nobody else besides JCVD, Yaz, and bad guys. This is before or after the tech monks. Well, that, how do we get into this impenetrable fortress of a hospital that yeah. is uh, his own hospital? I don't really know. Uh, well, there's only one way in. It's the bridge or a Under tunnel. The river. And the only people that could lead us there are cyber monks. Cyber monks. Cybermonk is my favorite uh, Billy Idol album ever. That's not a real thing. It's a very quiet, quiet album. <laughs> it's like Enya. Sworn to Silence. With uh, dubstep in it. But none. And because oh. it's, you, you can't even do that. He's a monk. So he can't. My joke was so much better and you just didn't get it. You son of a bitch. I'm going to give you the whistle. Joke. I'm going to fucking kick. I'm going to call. I'm going to jump in the air. Both of my slippers are going to come off at the same time. Hey, you guys both in the face. And I'm not going to need a foot knife because my feet smell bad enough to just knock you out. Huh. I'm going to call hit by a pitch. Hit by a pitch. Take your base. Yep. <laughs> Shut up over there. Take your base. <laughs> Get off the mound, sir. You just giving up on basketball completely, <laughs> I take it. We want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. I'm out of basketball references. Yeah. All right, so he goes to the monastery, gets the cyber monks, and they're like, cool, come this way. We're going to make jokes about the internet. And, oh, whoops, we stumbled upon porn, and we're not supposed to see that. Whoa! And uh, so they lead him through a tunnel uh, into uh, the, uh, oh, with the help of the uncle guys that uh, 
JCVD JCVD was working with before. Sure. We got a hot tip for you. Here you go. Here's how you get in. Uh, so they take they get to the hospital, but they're stopped by a metal grate on the way, and uh, Yaz is like, "Hey, here's my lucky plastic explosives. You know, yeah, got my lucky gum and my lucky rabbit's foot, my lucky rab- plastic explosives, and my lucky detonator. It's lucky, pretty cool. And we now know also that the wires aren't long enough, right? So he's got two exposed wires. Mm-hmm. Um. You can just throw anything in exposed wires and it'll detonate a bomb. Sandwich them together, I guess. Yeah, he throws a skull. There's just a skull in this. Tunnel. Just like punches it, bunches of them. Yeah, just, like all these dead people down there. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, buddy, sorry." Whack. Bad throw. Yeah, air ball. He's like, "I don't miss twice." He doesn't. He didn't. It was a weird deal. Yeah, it explodes. You they- know. That's like somebody poking you in the butthole and being like, oops, wrong hole, but I don't miss twice. And then doing it again. And you're like, no, I just think you want to have butt sex. All right. So anyways, they break into the hospital. Uh, They fight off a few guys with some comedy, of course, basketball related comedy. Uh, Jack finds his wife and a very helpful doctor who's like, "Uh, you took your son. She popped and uh, he's now at the Coliseum. So you got to go there. Okay. Random. Yeah. Okay, so they go there, and he's got uh, his shirt off. First off, we should mention Mickey Rourke has decided that was the time to show yeah. show the whole package. Why not? And he's got like this douchebaggery belt, and then these pants that are supposed to be like black denim. They're half leather, half denim. Yeah, but then they've got like the patches of leather on the inside of his legs. He's got yeah. villain pants, They're, Jackie. Those are motorcycle pants. No, I believe that those are horseback riding pants. Horseback riding pants? They're, they're villain pants. So that they, your thighs and stuff don't get rubbed raw when you're riding. Uh, it's so you can look evil when you've kidnapped a baby and rigged explosives all over a coliseum. Made a minefield out of a coliseum mm-hmm. and put a baby in the center of it. Right. Oh, and you've also brought your other gun guy friend. Uh, you're you're uh, you're not so tight with this guy, but he's pretty good at what he does. He, yeah, he's, he's like your number one guy. Well, he gave the baby a gift. A grenade? No, a Pinocchio thing. Oh, doll that's thing. Probably rigged with C4. It's probably the same one that his son died with. It was the same one that his son died with. Oh, symbolism. <laughs> There's also something else that his son died with. Bullets? A fucking tiger! Right. Oh my god! There's a tiger there too. What the shit? And freaking landmines. Landmines marked with crosses. Like don't You mark the landmines so you don't step on them, which kind of defeats the purpose of having landmines. Right, right. You just don't go near the landmines. Plus, you could also, you know, hit your shin on those angle iron crosses and it would give you a nasty scratch. And maybe some tennis. Yeah. I mean, he is in Europe, you know. That European tennis is worse. <laughs> going around <laughs> here those romans you know they love to get a little loose with the tetanus i guess so <laughs> nothing sexier than lockjaw <laughs> dying of muscle spasms <laughs> all right so yes rides in on a dirt bike and he's like yeah bro burp, burp. heel clicker comes in uh grabs the baby and then hot dogs it around for a little while yeah he Snatches this baby at about 45. And then stashes it in a wall. Uh, 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 hides it. Yeah. Within the Coliseum. So nobody. I'll, I'll be back for you later. rats can get it. Yeah, right. 
And the Tigers chasing Jack up the stadium and into the tunnels. And uh, he, like, gets trapped between it and a henchman who the henchman's shooting bullets at him. He's, so he kicks out the floor. The Tiger's standing on The Tiger falls down to the ground below. It's like, hey, free henchman that I could eat. So he eats that guy. Yeah, that guy's eaten by Tiger. That's pretty cool. And then Yaz decides to take off his shirt. He just doesn't have a shirt anymore. Which this is the puzzling thing to me in this movie is that Rourke, you know, threw down the gauntlets. He's taking his shirt off. Right. Yaz is like, that guy didn't have a shirt on. So just in between scenes, he now doesn't have a shirt. Van Damme. Keeps his shirt on. Keeps his shirt on. Because he's a class act. He's Well, he's dressed like a hobo. Well, that's, yeah. Why does he keep his shirt on? I don't know. That was one of my big questions. It should have been like his shirtless three-way thing going on i mean here's the deal i think all three of them should keep their shirt on (laughs) but uh i i don't get it from a filmmaking standpoint like i guess i don't know he had his shirt off earlier yeah he sure did i don't know so anyways they're gonna double team uh stavros now uh hence the title and a basketball reference so Jack runs uh, back into the Coliseum. He's like, let's fucking do this. Woo! But then Stavro sticks his leg out and totally trips and makes him eat shit. <laughs> Which is super That's funny. two shots. Pretty awesome. For tripping. Yeah, right. Yeah. He does eat major shit. Yeah, major shit. He slides for like a long way into <laughs> his face. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, so they fight. This and- is a Sammo Hung choreographed fight Oh, really? Well. No shit? Yeah. Awesome. Samo came in and did the last fight for him. That's cool. Uh, the tiger's still wandering around. It's looking for the baby. It's like, I didn't get enough. That henchman did not fill me up. I need some fucking bomb baby, baby bomb, possibly, question mark, grenades, C4 attached yeah. to a baby. Well, we'll find out. Now, Belloc's there? Yes. He just shows up randomly like, well, He's been assigned. He's the guardian. He's the guardian. Of Van Damme. Right, but how does he know where he's at? There's a tracker up his butt. I don't think there people is. People that at the colony told Van Damme where to go, so they probably just told yeah, him, too. Yeah, but it too. seemed like it was on the like the QT, like, don't tell Belloc about this. Well, I think Belloc's, they probably know that he's not going to do anything. He does do something. He fucking shows up. So they're idiots? No, they know that he's not going to do anything bad to he Van Damme. He is going to try. No, he isn't. Okay, hold on. All right. All right, so he's there. He's like, uh, let's team up and take this guy down and uh, help this baby out. And uh, Yas comes in. He's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kick your ass, Stavros. But, oh, shit, I stepped on a landmine. But then it's cool because I put the pin back. I can do that, but nobody else can later. I don't know. He had a pin because he's a guy. Okay. It's his lucky pin. Yeah. yeah. And then Jack and Mickey Rourke step on pin or on uh, mines. But uh, not Jack, actually. He pulls his foot off. He's like, got you, bitch. And Yas has moved around the crosses. So it's confused. Make yeah. the locations. Which now we're like, aha, they've won only. Oh, it's a fucking tiger the again. tiger is coming. He's going to eat Yaz. The other two run off, and Yaz looks at him, and he starts to get sad. Or not Yaz, uh, Stavros. He's like, yeah. And as the tiger is about to pounce on him, he, says, he lifts his foot off. He's like, no, tiger. I will choose the manner of my own demise and blow us both up. But they're friends, remember, from the beginning? So I think the tiger was just jumping up to give him a hug. Maybe. And he died in his arms. He was like, if you jump and I blow up, I'll get shoot blown you into space. 
That's not what and I thought. you'll be the space tiger. <laughs> and then awesome shit will happen. Uh, no. <sighs> well, either way, the uh, amount of landmines is apparently about the size of carpet bombing effect. Yes. Because it explodes the entire Coliseum. Yeah. And a huge, massive fireball. The guys are still inside with said baby. And the only way to stop this explosion and kill everybody is with PP. Is with the power, the only power to bring people together Coca Cola. Yeah. Coke machines. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony <sighs> when a fireball's coming at us. Yep. Hands across America, Coca Cola. We know now that one of the most durable and uh, explosion-proof devices ever is a Coke machine. A Coke vending machine. Because the graphics are not even tarnished by this explosion. Not in the least. Yeah. It saves their lives. And the Coke inside is probably still crisp and refreshing. 38 degrees. I'm surprised they don't all enjoy a Coke why didn't they? They should have. Once you've gone this How far. How do you not enjoy a Coke inside They of all your movie? enjoy a Coke. Turn to the screen, to the camera, look directly at you and say. This is it. Enjoy Coke. Oh, it was enjoy Coke. Was it enjoy Coke at this time? Or I think was it, so. I think this it was is enjoy it. Coke. The real one. It was the real one. That was Pepsi. No, Pepsi was, we taste like fucking plastic. Gross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they did for themselves. We're taste like plastic. <laughs> We're icky. <laughs> Coke was like, this is this is the one, I think. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Well, Enjoy whatever. Coke is today. Whatever it was. Yeah. <clears throat> uh so they're they're cool. And Belloc is like, hey, you gotta come back with me. See, he comes to stop him. He's like, no, but then he's with like, me, Buster. Cut off a piece of your shirt and your hair. I think he's just gonna take a souvenir and then leave. What the fuck? Why th- so why does JCVD like, no, you cannot do that to me? Because I think, well, he doesn't, he seems to be doing it, but then Rodman's like, my lucky coin, and then he flips it, and it's not a coin. It's a ninja smoke bomb. But then it is a coin again, but then it's a ninja smoke bomb. And JCVD drives off. In a shitty car. In a shitty car. And With the baby in the front seat. Yeah. Nice. Then another car magically appears. Mm-hmm. And Belloc leaves in that. He's like, what do you do? And he is like, well, I guess I'm going to have to explain this whole mess. <laughs> They're going to blame <laughs> this on me. Yep. Shit. Good thing I'm not wearing a shirt. He's like, I wonder how much the fine for this one will be. Credits. Credits. Awesome. Questions? Does Jack leave his wife for yes? <laughs> no, they're not that. Not they're that not, no, they. Yeah, that, that would just take a the, long weekend. That would take the fun out of it. Casey. Sure, that okay. would take the fun out of the game. That's true. Yeah, That's, sort of like Bond and Money Penny, right? Or coming out of the locker room, but now you've got another man's balls in your face. Ditsy do, Dunkaroo. <laughs> Jackie. I asked on mine as we went. Okay, I don't really have it either. The whole <laughs> thing like, is so fucking... Yeah. It's so confusing and doesn't make any goddamn sense throughout the entire thing. It's like, where do you begin here? Uh, I do have a comment, because it's like, the editor sort of is a hero and a pariah at the same time. 
because it's confusing as shit. He breaks his own sort of style constantly where you never know when a scene ends or begins. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, how the fuck did that guy jam all this shit into 90 minutes? Right, yeah. Like, it they is chock do full. so much with it, 90 minutes. It, it's crazy. It was hard to keep up with the note-taking, but uh, yeah, it is chock full of shit. Uh, well, then we'll just move on to final recommendations. I'm going to go first. Uh, totally do. I really like this movie. It is a, it's one of the worst action movies ever made and a total blast. I'm going to give it a do as well. I like the transvestites in it. Yeah, there is a club full of transvestites. Yeah, there's um, scuba go-go dancers. Scuba go-go Yeah, dancers. those were pretty cool. There is a tiger who can shoot ladies as well. That's kind yes. of a big thing. Yeah. I give it an absolute do. It's one of my favorite bad movies. Yep. It's three do's from us. Can't miss. Double team. Uh, got some uh, streaming or uh, listener feedback this week. First off, I want to say a huge thanks to uh, listener Jack. B, Jack B, he's been helping me uh, clean up our feed a lot lately. Uh, we've had some missing episodes thanks to the debacle that was archive.org deleting our episodes without notifying us. Also, he helped me last week uh, when I uploaded the wrong audio file for Lady in the Water. Uh, so, Jack, thank you so much for your help. He's like, wait a second, there's no Lady in the Water. This is just last week's episode again. Right. This is fucking bastard. A rerun? Back-to-back -back weeks? What is this, Saturday Night Live? Come on. Oh. <laughs> so thanks again, Jack. Uh, our email is from uh, Michael M. Uh, regarding Lady in the Water. It says, guys, I don't know about this. I haven't listened to the episode yet, and I don't know if I can. I mean, can, in quotes. But I have a standing promise to never, to myself to never watch another M. Night Shyamalan movie ever again. The man cannot write coherent, realistic dialogue. Emphasis <laughs> on realistic. If you have asked a moderately concussed person who had just received a C-plus in his ESL class last semester to write a movie, it would likely be less cringeworthy and nonsensical than anything M. Night has put forth so far. Nobody on planet Earth talks like, he, like what he thinks people talk like. It's like everybody in his films had the spruce bark beetle guy from Birdemic as their English teacher. Soppy, introspective nonsense, or emo-laden, misunderstood edginess. And that's just my problems with the dialogue. Can't do it. Why would you hurt us like this? We just want to love you, Stinker Madness. I also broke that rule to watch Lady in the Water. You said you were never going to watch another one? I was one. never going to watch another one. Uh, yeah, you, we just can't. We, we're a, a bad movie podcast. Yeah, he's bad, so we had to do it. Yeah, we have to do it. But you know what? I will say this for Mike. Is that I totally agree with you. M. Night Shyamalan is a piece of shit, mm -hmm. and I don't want to watch any more of his movies. Okay, well, uh, that's too bad. You watch a uh, probably going to have we're probably yeah. going to have to do that goddamn uh, happening at some point. And I'm uh. a, I'm sure that he will be back in Smabfa contention at some point. Well, that's the problem is that he's going to Smabfa us. Yeah, yeah, we'll be forced to watch one. We'll hate it. It will be the same type of experiences we look forward to such films as Transformers. We're like, oh, God, damn it. Stop making these plays. Kill us. And that last Transformers was no good. Not good. Uh, speaking of uh, not good films, let's do some streaming do's and don'ts. All right. First off, I want to talk about one that I watched by myself uh, on Prime with the accompaniment, accoutrement of riff tracks called Arachnia from 2003. Mm. Uh, made by the same people that made uh, that uh, Sean Astin and Bruce Campbell movie that you like, Sam. Ice Icebreaker? 
Is that what yeah, Icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Arachne sucks. I bet. Sucks hard. It's a, it's a giant spider movie. Sure. But uh, not near as good as Big Ass Spider. Uh, no. Uh, this is not CGI spiders. This is stop motion spiders. Excellent. Made of plastic. All right. That look awful. Sure. Uh, the actors are terrible. The plot is atrocious. And everything that happens in it stinks on ice. I did not like it. Do not watch Arachnia without Rift Tracks. Moving on, Jackie and I watched one just the other night. Uh, it's new on Netflix. 2017 movie called The Babysitter. Oh, the remake. Yeah, I have the original Babysitter 1 and 2. I haven't watched them in forever, okay. though. All right. Uh, it was okay, I thought. I might give it a do. Yeah, I didn't think it was great. Uh, some of the dialogue was a little wonky. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was it's directed by McG. Oh, really? It was, uh, <laughs> it was entertaining enough. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a five, which out of 10 puts it in the do not land for me. Mm. Cause McG is just such an asshole. He's just shoving graphics up on the screen. Like, well, that's comedy. Well, this part's cool. Totally awesome is what it's saying on the screen right this fucking second. So I guess it has to be totally awesome because McG is telling me it is. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. So uh, it was just okay. That's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Sam, you watched something called Independence Day. Not Independence, <laughs> like... Being independent, like independent, plural S. Like many yep. people who are independent together. Independence. The independence. Yeah, day. Day. Which is just a mockbuster of Independence oh, Day. Oh, okay. All right. Huh. It's the uh, the asylum. Oh, no. Why did you do that? Because I periodically check in to make sure that they still can't do it. Uh, they can't. This one was, however, the most uh, sort of, it worked as a unit better than most of their movies. It actually had somewhere to go and went there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all filler. It just still really sucked bad. Huh. And ultimately, I think it's inadvertent because they don't really, I don't know that they're, they believe it, but it was a very uh, heavy condonement of non-state sponsored militias because that's who wins. Oh, those are the independents Ah, are these like bearded militia guys out in the woods. They come down and save the day. Oh, so Trump supporters. Maybe. Mm. I don't even think they like Trump. Uh, They don't like anybody. They don't like anybody. Yeah. They especially don't like fucking aliens. They hate aliens more than they hate the establishment. Because they've been like beamed up like a bunch of times and. The anal probe. Sure. Yeah. And like, Their friend Gary. Just, what happened to that two weeks of my life? Screaming. I ate pizza. I told you. You're not going to find out anything else. That's what happened when you got abducted by aliens? Is you ate pizza? No. When they're shoving <laughs> they the thing up my ass. Party. I'm like, I'll save you the trouble. I ate pizza. Is that a metaphor or are you trying to deflect? No. When they get the thing in my ass, they're going to find out that I ate pizza. I'm saving them the trouble. Oh, oh! you're telling the aliens that. I thought you were sure. telling your buddies when you come back, like, I ate pizza with the aliens. No, I'm like, oh, that's the anal. Pro- I'll save you the trouble. It's really I weird. pizza. Up on this fucking spaceship, and they got all sorts of cool technology and stuff. But for some reason, they're all Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but they love fucking pizza. Uh, anyways, do not, I take it. Do not. 
Unfortunately, I have a funny still can't make a movie. I have a funny tie-in. Well, maybe I don't know. Uh, but a couple weeks on Twitter go on Twitter, it was uh, there was a hashtag trending that was called GOP a movie, and mine was Independence Day. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's fucking lame. I got like five likes. That's pretty good. Next week is Jackie's pick. Uh, Jackie, I'm assuming you don't have a clue. We're doing Jingle All the Way. Jingle, jingle All the Way. All the way finally. Was, oh, boy. Is not a stinker, if I remember. I thought that was Jingle a good Jingle All movie. the Way? Yeah. This is fucking terrible. All right. I'll look forward to it then. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. It's the Christmas season, Boaz. Yep. It's my kind of year. All right. Well, enjoy your week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.